I cannot lie. I'm fr- I'm I was very frustrated with my mic dying. And you know, it's not great that your mic uh, is also acting weird. But it is nice to know that just wasn't my mic. Yeah. It's nice to know. <laughs> yeah. Um I was like, was I? Yeah. Ri- I wasn't. I'm not that bad. I packed very well. I knew yeah, where no, the sensitive spots no, no, no. were. <laughs> it happens. Tech. I'm like, sometimes stuff just happens with tech. Yeah. That's it like, I don't know. I'm not a tech boy. I can't fix it. I'm not a tech boy, nor do I want to be a tech boy. Yeah, that's too much work. I'm a movie boy already. God damn. I think, I think I'm going to be two different boys. Two different boys? How? <laughs> I don't have that brain space. That's a better bit. That's a better opening than what I had. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'll still say it. I'll still say it. Hold Let's on. Let's do it. Do you watch movies? You will for four hours. And again. And and probably more. <laughs> That was, ladies that was and it. gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back. Uh, this is a movie discussion podcast where uh, me and Andrew talk about a movie and whatever else is going on in our lives, and also. Whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Random <laughs> topics. Yeah. We, uh, well, we'll figure it out this week. We're really going to figure it out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Sam Bannigan, how are you? I'm good. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I was drunk last night. Ooh. And I am just tired today. I'm tired today. Um, but I'm good. The week has been pretty good. Uh, nothing too crazy. Been running again because it's so nice out. Yeah. I'm planning so to go to been... the gym tomorrow. I'm Hell so yeah, excited. dude. Get it going. Um, yeah, it's just been nice out, which has helped a lot. Uh, I'm getting ghosted by a girl. Right Always now. fun. Always the always the best time. Duh. Uh, <laughs> I deleted all the apps because I just I got ghosted one too many times and I was like, ah. Yeah, the problem. So I was gonna delete them all and then I like matched with someone and we started talking a bunch, and then I was gonna delete them again. Then I matched with someone and we started talking a bunch. Oh no! And it's like, fucking come on, man! I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, remember it was so, like September, I think September, October, maybe even November. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I people are more than just a swipe. This is this is bad. Yeah, we can't, we can't do this anymore. But, but also, I also have no other way of meet, interacting with exactly human pandemic, right? Yeah, That's at least you thing. got that fucking vaccine. You're like, yeah, and I can I can just take off my mask and be like, want to kiss? Want to kiss? Want to kiss? Wanna, everyone want to kiss? <laughs> kiss me, I'm vaccinated. Kiss me, uh, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> how, how, yeah, how are you doing, Andrew? Doing all right. I am also tired. Uh, the film that had we're a busy doing weekend. will do that to you. Busy weekend, busy week. Back, back, trying to, trying to figure out how to live again. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but you know, 
it, it is, I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. You never really know how sad you are until that like next thing, until the next chapter yeah. of your life. Like, yeah. God, good Lord. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to be doing, to be doing. That's the end of my sentence. Yeah. Um, cool. Speaking of doing, 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 we're we're doing it. We're it's doing finally it. out. Uh, Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. It was released. Zack Snyder's Justice League, twenty twenty Zack Snyder's Justice League, 20, not to be confused with Joss Whedon's Justice League, directed by Zack Snyder, not to be confused by that. Yeah, twenty twenty one Zack Snyder's Justice League. We saw it. We did it. We have not on the podcast, but a history with this with this franchise. And we have a, a rough history with the DCEU and Sam Bannigan and Andrew Thomas. This is going to be fun. We haven't really done anything like this. We've always said Batman v Superman, but I guess this just beat us to the punch. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, we did Shazam, and we did Birds of Prey. And Aquaman. And we did Aquaman. And also, we did do Man of Steel. And we did do Man of Steel, and we did do Wonder Woman 1984. So, hey, we've done most of these movies. We've done most of them, which is weird to think about. But not the big one. We haven't done Suicide Squad or, or Batman v Superman. So wild. Or the original Wonder Woman. This might be our our last superhero podcast. You never know. Yeah, you never fucking know, bro. (laughs) Um, Okay. Um, Before... Do you want to go first? (laughs) I I would, but also... I would love... We've done Man of Steel, and I highly recommend you listen to that, folks. But... Even though you, like, last week... Like went back on all the stuff you said. Oh in yes, that exactly. Just uh, addendum to everything I said. I think I said it's fine. It's not fine. It's not. It's fine bad at all. It's um, pretty bad. But I would love to know your thoughts on Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and 2017's Justice League. And Justice League, um, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so I think I said during the Man of Steel podcast, I was like really excited for Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I wanted a really good Superman movie because I didn't really know the character that much. And I thought based on that one trailer that I still think is like the best Superman movie that exists. Man of Steel um, trailer three. It's so it's so good. It's insane how good that trailer is. Um, it's a perfect Superman movie that that one trailer um excuse me uh so i was really excited for man of steel harshly disappointed when it came out and it was bad um i was then not that excited for batman v superman because i didn't think it looked good at any point really uh and then like right when it came out i heard a couple people being like it's amazing and i heard a lot of people being like, it's trash. And I went and saw it with my grandma. And it was just so bad. Uh, I hated it a lot. It was a, That was a bad film. Um, and then I mostly moved on with my life. 
until I met Andrew Thomas. <laughs> and then I had to argue about it and it became a whole thing. And honestly, <laughs> Batman v Superman's the reason we have a podcast if anything. It's a it's a big part of it, yeah. Um uh and then we saw Justice League together. Yes, we did. I remember coming out of that theater being like, I had fun watching that movie. Yeah. And then thinking about it and being like, but it's bad. But I actively remember sitting like during the credits being like, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, but overall, all three of these films are bad. <laughs> um, what about you? For me, I'm just going to tell you my past week. Um, Man of Steel came out. I was like, sure. Um, Batman v Superman came out. I was like, yo, this is diggity ding dang dope. This is the greatest thing ever. Then that ultimate edition drop. And I was like, yo, this is even better. Uh, then 2017 Justice League came out. And you know what? I've been a fan of these characters since I was a itty bitty baby boy. Since like four, four years old. Mm-hmm. I saw them in live action still to this day that moment where flash is running around Superman and he looks so he turns that's still the greatest thing I've ever seen. in superhero. It's the best. It's so good. Oh, Oh, it's it's astoundingly good. That I recently watched all three films again this past week and or not man of steel. I watched that the week before last, um, man of steel. Yeah. is very disappointing. It's very wonky and it's, it, it's, even after Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's even odder. It doesn't feel like the same filmmaker, uh, for better or for worse. Um, it's very odd. It's very oddly paced. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Batman v Superman, watch the Ultimate Edition. I really liked it. I really enjoyed everything that they were going for. Um, and I think they succeeded on a lot of things they went for. And a lot of those things come back here in Zack Snyder's Justice League, so we'll talk about that. Um, you have a question, it looks like. Uh, after after you're, after you're done. Um, then I watched I Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then I watched 2017 Justice League. And it's so weird, huh? It's real weird. Yeah, I, I did a similar thing. I watched Justice League a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I watched... Batman v Superman earlier this week, mm-hmm. uh, in in pr- in a bit of prep work. Yeah, exactly. For prep Zack work. Snyder's Justice League. Um, yeah, it's very strange. My question is: so I watched the Ultimate Edition mm-hmm. of uh, Batman v Superman. I know it's like thirty minutes longer or something. Yes. But what the fuck was different? I did like the entire. I was like sitting there. I was like. What's the Superman, what's the added parts? Superman being a journalist, that's a major thing. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, much like Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's just scenes are longer. Okay, it's the same. Because I, I didn't but really notice mm-hmm. what was different. The biggest difference in yeah, I think from what I remember from the theatrical edition, it's just really Superman being a journalist, which okay. is odd to cut out. It's very pivotal, but whatever. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I... Okay. Um, 
But yeah, Clark Kent putting his boots on the ground, interviewing people, cool. going to the jail. Um, Before and, we get into Justice League... Of course. Can we talk about Batman v Superman just a little oh, bit? Oh, a little bit. We have to. Can um, we just... I just... I need to... Yeah. <laughs> so, would you like to ask some questions? It's so bad. It's... Like... Scenes... I, so, I watched the Ultimate Edition. Scenes mm. felt like they were, like, out of order. It felt like... Much like in Zack Snyder's Justice League, there were a lot of scenes that, like, happened twice. And I was like, why are we doing this again? The main thing was, like, the stuff with uh, Lois... Um, talking to people about the bullet, it felt yes. like she like had information that she got three scenes later, and then like went and talked to like the same people and said like the same sorts of things every time. And I was like, "You, we're just going in circles in this thing, and nothing's happening." That felt really weird. Um, I don't understand. Well, before I keep going, it, does that bother you in this in this movie? Are you I sort of okay with it? I that was like the biggest that. offender. I don't. I is there a scene that you remember? I don't. Yeah, she like she like talks to someone about like oh I had people like in a lab like analyze the bullet and it's like made out of this metal that no one knows blah 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 mm-hmm. and then like. 30 minutes later, there's a scene of her in a lab with someone analyzing the bullet, telling her that this metal is made from something that no one knows what it is. And I'm like, we already knew, like, we, the audience, well, that had, scene was we, we've heard like, this conversation. And also, I think 30 there's a Lex, a Lex Corporation trademark on it. That's weird, huh? Yeah, I know it's what just you're so talking weird. about. I think it does build upon it, but also, I don't. I don't, I don't, it really, it didn't, it, it was like a, cause it's a, not a very long scene. It's pretty quick. And it mm. just basically is like this random person who like, you never hear her name. <laughs> it's mm. just like, but she's in a bunch of scenes, um, is like, oh yeah, this bullet isn't like, we don't know what it's made of. It's yeah. Like, we already heard that. We heard that 30 minutes ago. Why are we being told it again? It was very strange. That was the biggest offender of this sp- particular viewing uh viewing of of this particular problem mm-hmm. of like it felt like i already had a lot of the information that they were repeating to me yes um uh and and i don't understand a lot of the in batman v superman i don't understand a lot of the like shifts in character guess is the best way to put it because i i jesse eisenberg's lex luther grew on me in this hooray watch. i quite enjoyed the like beginning bits with lex of him being shitty silicon valley tech mm-hmm. bro and i was like oh that's a actually interesting way to do lex luther but as the movie goes on he just like becomes not that thing and becomes just a like mad genius stereotype and it doesn't fit i think what the rest of the movie is doing or where this character ends up in what we just saw yes on friday or whatever thursday whenever you watched it 
Um, Because he starts off as shitty Silicon Valley bro. Then he like has that the worst one of the worst lines. All the scripts are also very bad. Like just the sentences people are saying in both of these fucking movies are so stupid. Um, But what is it? The the psychotic, insane is whatever it is. Like it's just a four syllable word word? for. For, for thoughts that are yeah. too big for little minds. I'm like, that's so just, that's so bad. That's such a bad sentence. <laughs> that's Lex Luthor, though. That's a Lex but Luthor. But I don't line think it, I don't I've think it, heard one. I think that is a, like, I think with Lex Luthor and Batman and Superman, even, they all have like two versions of themselves in this movie and they don't line up with each other and you never see an arc of them changing into this person. Superman is the least Mm. offender of this, but Batman, like, and this was exemplified in justice league, Batman all through justice league is like, I made a promise like on, like I I promised him that like, you know, I'm not going to fail. I failed him in life. I'm not going to fail him in death, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, they go from fighting to the death to best friends yeah. Way too fast. And there's never the biggest thing that ba- that the Batman v Superman story should be doing is is these two conflicting viewpoints on the on how to deal with things, right? Mm. But you never have them have that conversation. They just punch each other, then Superman yells Martha, Batman has like a flashback, and then they're like we're best friends now. Let's go deal with some other shit. Like put all that stuff behind us. I know you punched, you threw me through a building and I was going to stab you with a spear from space, but we're fine. I I promise. Like, I'm not going to fail you in death. It's just so weird. It's just so weird. And that's fundamentally what I think bugs me about Martha is because that, moment could work Mm. if they had had a conversation ever like like an actual like batman is there and superman is there not clark kent and bruce wayne like hiding who they are and not knowing what's going on with the other person like actually there and they're like this is why i think you are bad right batman doesn't even give superman a chance when when superman shows up he's like listen we gotta talk and batman's just like fuck you immediately yeah, because that's like, bad. It just, it's so, it feels out of character for, I also have a lot of problems with how Zack Snyder just portrays Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can go into, but we've already been talking for 20 minutes and we haven't talked about that titular film. Um, yeah. One more thing about, I'll comment on you and then we'll go into Yes. Cool. Exactly. Thank you. Sorry. I disagree with the character arc. I really, the thing that to me is the strongest about this film and all three films are Batman and Superman's arc. Um, I think I love starting with a crazy Batman, a Batman that's done with it, a Batman who, who will slam a car into a wall and while he's driving away going, I think he dropped, I think he fell out that that's probably what happened yeah i'll run into this car maybe he'll jump out too i like that crazy batman i like the batman who is so 
scared of the world that he sees Superman and he's like, oh, he could kill us. Therefore, we need to kill him. And it, it is, for me, and I love the Marfa scene. For me, I love, it's seeing him as a human, finally. Uh, Batman yeah. finally realizing like kind of what I said earlier, he's been sad for a long time. It was his, it was his like, wait, I'm about to stab a man with a spear and I'm Batman. Wait, what's happening? This isn't right. This is okay. And I, and for me with Superman, I love the conflict of, um, in Man of Steel a bit more. And especially in this, he doesn't know what to do. He's a Superman who is as aloof as all of us. Should he, should, what should he do? And he finally, in this, in spoilers for all of this, um, <laughs> when he killed, when he dies, for me, it's just a very sweet, it's him finally, Superman, Superman finally taking agency. Through the past two films, everything he's just kind of, Kind of, you know, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Just fly by the seat of his pants? Yeah. Um, and in that moment, he finally takes agency. And he finally does something that that will have major consequences. And then Batman killed God, right? That's why he's messed up. He's like, oh, because of my paranoia, I killed God. Huh. Not directly, but very much indirectly. It's 100% my fault. And I think that's an interesting place to leave Batman for Justice League. Sorry, I have to respond. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I, I see like where you're getting that stuff, but none of that, I don't think any of that is in the movie. That's stuff that like you are bringing to it, but like we don't, there's an absolute in that in that in that moment when like Batman sees sees Superman as a human, we're supposed to be we're, like we are supposed to have the moment of like oh Batman is seeing him as the boy from Kansas mm-hmm. right the best version of Superman is when he's a a good guy from Kansas mm-hmm. but we haven't we don't know Superman because he spends all of man of steel, not knowing how to be Superman or Clark Kent and how to manage those things. We don't get enough time in, in Batman V Superman, his next movie where we get to see him being the good guy from Kansas, because we spend most of the movie with him being persecuted by the world. And like these a couple of shots of him, you know, floating above a, a family who's like on top of the roof of their flooded house and like grabbing the shuttle of a spaceship. But do you think that's not showing and it's showing, not telling? I think that's Zack Snyder's strongest suit as a filmmaker. And also can we transfer into talking about Zack Snyder? Just, just things going. Yeah. I think, I think he, he fails at showing us like the good guy from Kansas. Mm. We spend so much of this movie like I would love to. Like, my biggest problem with Batman v Superman is I think there are, we should get two movies before we get Batman v Superman. One where we have Superman being the good guy from Kansas and dealing with like dealing. I want to see the movie where Bat where Superman is persecuted and he has to come to grips with like 
how the world views him and how he wants to be. I want to see that movie. Mm-hmm. I also want to see the movie of Batman, you know, becoming this ruthless killer that he has become in, in, by the time we get to Batman v Superman, because mm-hmm. in the, in the way that, that my biggest problem with how Zack Snyder portrays Batman is like, the easiest way, the best way I can compare it is like how the MCU did Mm Spider-Man. We like as a culture in the past, you know, 20 years from the, from civil war had gotten two other big Spider-Man franchises, Mm -hmm. let alone all the TV shows and video games. Right. Mm -hmm. We got two big, we got the Raimi and the amazing Spider-Man things so everyone already knew peter parker yeah and peter parker is pretty consistent across all of them he's not he's like yeah an amazing spider-man he's like a little cooler he's got like a skateboard blah mm. blah blah and uh you know there there are differences but they aren't huge they're largely the same yeah whereas bruce wayne across all of the major batman franchises that also we had only gotten one of in in recent history are all wildly different from each other. So doing another wildly different thing and being like, Oh, you know, Batman, you, everyone knows the story of Batman. It's like, well, we don't really know the story of Batman because this is a completely different Batman. And Bruce Wayne is so different comic to comic. There are comics where Batman kills. There are comics where he doesn't, there are comics where it's sort of in this gray middle ground, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I think, I think for Batman V Superman to work, I think Zack Snyder needed one other movie, at least one, at least a Batman movie before getting into Batman v Superman. I would love to have Man Mm -hmm. of Steel, Man of the Night, and then Batman v Superman, whatever the fuck. Like, just do, I want, because I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he's a great Bruce Wayne. I think he, he carries this, you know, older, rundown Batman really well. Yeah. I like that, but I just want to see him get there instead of starting with, oh, I'm going to murder people. I... Because, because like, social... Like, the reason Spider-Man's introduction in Civil War works is because everyone... Everyone knows Peter Parker. We've had two movies... Like, it was, a jo- it was like, a big joke. It's like, oh, we're getting a third Spider-Man already? We just yeah. had another one. Right? But, it hit, but by the time Batman v Superman comes out, we hadn't seen... We saw another Batman since three years the dark... ago. Yeah, but like or Nolan is a completely different Batman. Like Nolan's Batman and Snyder's Batman are two completely different Batman mm-hmm. compared to Raimi to Amazing Spider-Man to MCU Spider-Man. Those are all rel- like they're different, but it's all it's the same dude. Like it's the same guy. But a psychopath dressing up as a bat to beat up poor people. I don't know, man. (laughs) I just it 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 it's part of what I I really don't like about Zack Snyder as a filmmaker. Mm. I think he just doesn't he he assumes that we are all all on the same page that he's on without ever really showing us that i 100 percent agree with you and i love that about him (laughs) i hate it i think i think it's don't treat me don't treat me like an idiot 
No, don't treat me like an idiot, but like... Drop me in there and go, and let me go, oh, wait, what? All right, cool, what? Let me figure this out. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I like movies like that. Mm-hmm. But, like... I like movies like that when when I don't already have a culture... Like, there's not already a cultural understanding of who Batman is. But you just said that this... If there's a cultural understanding, then everyone knows who Batman is. And but we don't because because Zack Snyder's Batman is 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 like to the core different from Nolan's Batman. Like Ben Affleck's Batman is ruthless and murderous and broken and old and tired and sad, right? Yeah. And Nolan's Batman isn't that. He, he starts off as like a quite literally beginning. Kid. Yeah, he like starts off as this like young, like, Oh, I want to change the world guy. And we see him through these three movies become more jaded and broken towards how everything is. But that's not like everyone's still like the reason the dark Knight works and that, and with the, with fucking that scene with the Joker compared to like this upcoming scene with the Joker is like, Batman in the Dark Knight won't won't compromise his morals. Like he's like, no, I'm not gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. I don't kill. Like I'm not gonna murder you, fucking Joker. Like come yeah. on. And Joker knows that. But the but this uh, but Ben Affleck's Batman. It's like it makes no sense as to why at the beginning of Batman v Superman, why isn't the Joker already dead? Mm-hmm. Why isn't every villain he's ever fought just killed because he kills? like randomly in this film and and yeah i just i think it i think leading into justice league it's super weird to then have this like morally upstanding batman Mm -hmm. who's like i promised you know i made a promise on his deathbed or whatever Mm -hmm. sort of like i'm not gonna fail him in death situation feels so weird (laughs) Yeah, I it I, feels weird. I, I disagree, but I, I I I my thing is, and then we'll, we'll we we need to move on. Um, yes, I'm, we're, <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's so much to talk about with this stuff. My like, thing yeah. is is it's exactly what you're saying. We saw this begin this Batman beginning, and <laughs> if, if especially in 2012 when this when dark knight rises came out the collective knowledge of batman we knew him we all knew the number one thing batman doesn't bloody kill anybody and i think it's very interesting the first time you do see this batman fully suit up he's murdering people left and right because we uh, we have a problem with that because we all already know batman's number one rule and I think that's just an interesting place to start this character. A character that we... Imagine if Jesus pulled out an AK-47 and just blasted people. You'd be like, that's not the Jesus I know. Um, I just think... And not doesn't. to compare Jesus to Batman, but... <laughs> Jesus. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just... Something about it really bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um um, is there anyone in particular in this in this cast for Justice League that you want to talk about? Because I don't think anyone does a great job. I think there are moments here and there that I, that like the main folk 
are pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of it is not great. I think Ray Fisher is great as Cyborg. I thought he really carried the film and really carried that that Frankenstein story. I I really 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 enjoyed um, Ray Fisher, especially watching 2017's Justice League, and he is a nothing character. Also, I would love to bring this up right now. We do this on the show. We randomly talk. Like, yeah. listen. I, I don't want to sit here and call Joss Whedon a racist. I don't know him. But it is curious. <laughs> Just, no, have, is you not curious. Seen all the, have you not seen all the stuff that Ray Fisher was talking about? Is that specifically to Joss Whedon? I thought it was the head yeah. of Warner Brothers. No, it was, it was specifically um, to also good Ray Fisher. For Ray Fisher. Stand yeah, up. Uh, stand up for fucking Ray Fisher. Um yeah, he said he he was faced with a lot of like racist abuse well, on set with Joss Whedon, and also a lot of the, like his father is, is not in that 2017 cut. The Asian yeah. scientist that works with his father is not there. There, uh, huh? it's just yeah. odd, especially knowing how important that character was, uh, Cyborg's father. Um, yeah, to this whole uh, thing, what? Ugh. Yeah. Um, also, I get, we talked about him earlier. I think Ben Affleck really, really is great. Your sobriety is more important, Ben. Do you? Don't be Batman if you can't do it or you don't want to do it. Um, but I think it's just such an interesting character and a character that's so different than any other live action interpretation. I think he does a lot of good work. Especially with 2017, where he's phoning it in, like, through half the film. Also, he's phoning it in in this movie. Like, this movie is just more of that. I don't know what you... I disagree. All the reshoot stuff was at the end. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that reshoot, the ending, we'll get there. Um, the, I'm there... sorry, which one? There was, like, I mean... <laughs> yeah, this, it's like Lord of the Rings, don't you know? <laughs> Um, um is there is, is there anyone that's bad or good that stuck out that you would like to talk about i didn't like anybody particularly mm-hmm. i think ben affleck does the best out of anyone mm-hmm. um but i really didn't like any of the performances i think they all felt really stilted or off-putting i think ezra miller also did a pretty good job i yeah, like his very allen fun but he's just sort of He's just doing the one thing the whole time. Mm. And that one thing works, but it's just the one thing. Um, I didn't, I really didn't like Ray Fisher's performance. Mm. I thought it was, I thought it was just really dry. Um, He's a cyborg. I thought it was really boring. Um, uh, Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like anybody in the cast. Mm. Uh, oh, they should have kept Andre Brower as Darkseid, though. Mmm, I didn't know that. that yeah, he's the voice of Darkseid in all the, like, animated yeah, stuff. No, and his a... voice is, mm-hmm. like, good for Darkseid. Yeah. So would have loved to loved to have, to hear, hear my boy Andre mm-hmm. uh, coming in and doing it. But they didn't, and that's okay. Um... <laughs> also, can I say something? This could be our next talking yeah. point. Um, hey, listen, like, the Irishman is long. I get it. Complain all you want. Batman v Superman, both editions are really long. 
long movies are, are rough and tough. I get it. I don't know. For everyone complaining about the length with this one, I don't know. No one has a gun to your head. You can pause it. The movie's in chapters. It also, is it a movie? Is it a movie? The movie it's is movie. very episodic. I don't know. Not to not to be this guy, but when, when complaining about streaming, this is quite, quite literally my worst fear. It's, is it a movie? It's it's kind of built like a miniseries. The, I, I heard that it was supposed to be a miniseries, mm. and then they changed it. Contracts. Um, it's uh, yeah. Everyone would have to and, renegotiate their contracts. Well, isn't yeah. that something? Hollywood's weird. Yeah. Um. So this is a movie. They released it as a movie. They advertised it as a movie. Also, you can that's, pause. That's what it is. I, for me, it's like you can pause. There's chapter marks. There, are, there are clear. Hey, pause here. Hey, we're taking a breath right here. It's yep. just for me in this 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 specific four hour flick is everyone like oh it's too long it's too long I'm like it's you're not a theater you're not walking out and wasting seventeen dollars pause it don't watch it all at once or do and don't complain because that was your choice I think it's too long I think it's stupid um, uh. Yeah, I, I I am not going to fault people for wanting to watch a movie like a movie. I don't know. I, I Andrews because because you're the because you're the movie theater boy. Like if this was released in theaters, you would go. I would go, go sit but and watch four hours. Pray to God there's an intermission and be like, yeah, but I wouldn't go. Buy a ticket and go, God, I can't believe I'm going to have to sit through this four-hour movie. I would do that, but not, like, in a real way. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if, you, if you're going to release something like a movie, people are going to complain when it's... Oh, it's not released when it's... like a movie. It is released exactly like a movie. No, it's not. Ridiculous yeah, it is. Theaters. <laughs> I'll, I'll end the podcast. I don't... We don't have to keep talking. Um... We haven't really said what we... Th- I mean, we have said what we thought of this whole thing, but, like... How do I phrase this? I think this movie is bad. <laughs> I think it's Just bad. top to bottom bad in every aspect bad, bad, bad. There are... There are good bits here and there. I think there could be a really good two and a half hour long movie. Mm-hmm in here and holy fuck do I want I would so much have rather they actually edited this thing because everything just takes way too long this whole movie has very like 12 cuts for Liam Neeson to jump over a fence energy Uh, like it everything is so (laughs) slow it takes forever for anything to happen it takes Mm -hmm. it's just the worst like it's just information like there are literally there are like multiple scenes with steppenwolf where he says like the same shit to the same person and it's like yeah i know we did this already i get it we're chill don't worry about it let's keep it going it's so weird it's Mm. so weird it takes so long to do anything it's it's rough it's a rough time and i want them to cut it down so badly 
because they could cut it. You, I think you can cut this this footage into a good, into a great two hours and thirty minutes, mm-hmm. into a movie that would actually be like, yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League is a better version of this film. It's so good. Like, Do you watch think it's it. A better it changes version? the world. It is due to like it's it is trying something, mm-hmm. whereas the twenty seventeen version is not trying anything. Yeah, but other than that, I I think it's so in in your bad. point of view. I dislike what are they I dislike this movie more than I dislike the other one. Okay, but I think this one is also better. It's very weird. Okay. Um, I actively dislike this movie, whereas the other one, I'm just like, yeah, it's bad. I don't know. What? Um, but sorry, you asked a question. I yeah, totally so, steamrolled. No, no. Um, you said it. this is trying something. In your point of view, what do you think it's trying? What What's their goal? I mean, it's trying to be the... Like... Um, like, truly emotional... I don't know if intimate is the right word, but mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say intimate. I don't think that's the right word. Yes, I got I got um, Sam Bannigan tall to call Zack Snyder's Justice League intimate. I'll take that as a word. I don't want to say the word intimate because it's not an intimate film. Mm-hmm. But that's the closest word I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I think it's trying to be a, a like the emotional superhero movie the truly you know the truly drama like movie Mm -hmm. it's not trying to be a superhero movie it's trying to be a drama Mm -hmm. with a capital dr (laughs) um but i think it because it's not edited down because this is this is the rough cut like we're watching the rough cut of a of a movie and if it was edited down into a two hour and 30 minute thing, I think it would be brilliant. I think it could be brilliant mm-hmm. in that version, but that's not what we get. We instead get this overinflated, overindulgent bullshit that takes four hours of my, of my life away. Okay. Here's my thing. It is overindulgent. There's like five, like when that, when they shoot the arrow, it takes like, it takes a fucking three minutes. And I'm like, I don't shoot the arrow. It doesn't matter. I really, I really, I'm sure he's like the sweetest guy on earth. I really hate to poop on Peyton Reed. But like, bro. <laughs> at least, that's my thing. It, it's... Why Peyton Reed? Because I always use Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's, oh, okay. it's, it's, it's... Maybe it's he did post- a great episode of The Mandalorian. Post-quarantine Andrew, but I much prefer... A, a vanity self a vanity project self-indulgent an artist just going you know uncut insert whatever artist you know complete creative control then a a, a, um, a group of people trying to make a movie for people in Idaho so everyone in Idaho can see it and it will not offend them or hurt them it will have fun and we can make the most money I and that's something I admire about this series, especially Batman v Superman and and Justice League. This version of Justice League, I'll even throw in Suicide Squad, and I don't like Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad at all. It's just so 
they don't care. They don't care. They're going to make the movie they want to make for better or for worse. And I don't know, especially in this, in this day and age of art, I, 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 I admire pieces of work like that for a lot more now. Was that just rambling? I feel like I just rambled. No, that um, all made sense. Uh, I, I get what you mean. Like, I, we say it on the podcast all the time, like, big swings only. Like, I agree, 100%. <laughs> they were this they is, were aiming for the moon. Zach was aiming for the yeah. moon on this one. Yeah. Uh, and, I and yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think in terms of, you know, if you want to quantify art as, like, good or bad. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is good art and Ant-Man and the Wasp is bad art if if you're going to quantify it like that. But I... Can I play devil's advocate on my own point? <laughs> sure. But then also Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god. You people on Twitter need to shut up! God! That hedgehog did look bad, though. Who cares? Like, I get it. Don't make... Be... Be an artist. Does Shakespeare go up to the audience and say, "Hey, did you did you like how Romeo and Juliet met right here, and then they were ripped apart? Did you guys like that? Did you not? Oh, no, no. I I don't know. The studio could have not released Justice League 2017. The studio could have said, "Hey, listen, these release dates that we put up years in advance, they're fake. We didn't make the mark. We're sorry, everybody." A tragedy happened. We're sorry. GG's better luck in 2021. It's just, I don't know. I think this is also a bad thing for art, for people to say, I don't, it's one step closer to remake The Last Jedi, remake season eight of Game of Thrones until people are like, hey, we could could do that. We would make a lot of money. Look how much HBO Max did in subscribers. We can pay the actors a lot of money. They come back. Let's remake Last Jedi. Yuck. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I get like I get it. I I think. Yeah, I mean, don't cow don't cow down to to assholes on Twitter with a hashtag because um, it's produced some of the worst things I've seen ever two, specifically two of the worst things I've ever seen one of which is the movie we're talking about this week and the other one is Rise of Skywalker <laughs> um, which is the other side of this coin right yeah. it's, like, it's not remake something it's just Oh, we'll Give just make another one and, and fix it. Yeah. You know? Um, also, speaking of Rise of Skywalker, Chris Terrio, the worst writer in Hollywood. <laughs> I will say this about the script. It's I bad. I like all the story beats. I think everything is, is plotted very well. Not paced very well. Chris, Chris Terrio didn't do the story. Chris Terrio didn't do the story. Ooh, Chris Terrio. It was Zack Snyder. Story. Ah, see? Um, I think like there's Zack Snyder is such a weird fucking filmmaker because I hate his movies. I don't like any of his movies, but he he understands 
like bits and pieces of movies, but I don't think he understands mm-hmm. movies as a whole. Cause he can have, cause he has interesting story beats. He can have interesting character ideas. He can make very pretty shots with, with the people that he works with. Mm-hmm. But it, I just think it, it all falls apart when he starts putting it all together. And um, also the release, the Snyder cut, I, I never fuck those it. dudes, but I would like, cause I feel like we still have like 20 more minutes left or 10, who knows? Um, I feel like this can probably be... a lot. We have not talked about this movie like at all. Okay. Um, we spent 30 minutes talking about Batman v Superman. My guy. Indeed. Um, <laughs> I would like to not be cynical for a second. And, okay. and, there's something we saw Justice League together, and there's something that you said that stuck with me until uh, last Thursday or this Thursday, this past Thursday, I should say. At the end of Justice League, the movie ends, the credits roll, and you sigh, and you were like, "Ah, oh, why was there no dedication?" Um, yeah, and I, I still I stand by that. They should have done it. Let's talk about that. I stand by that. They should have done it in that one. And I, I, I knew it was happening at the end of this one, obviously. Of it, course. Like, but they should have done it in that, in that other one. Aquaman thinks as of now lost his mother. Barry Allen flash lost his mother long time ago and his father in jail. Wonder woman lost uh, Steve Trevor. Cyborg lost his mother and his father in this film. Batman lost his mother and his father in seven films. And the world lost Superman. Like, this movie, it's, I don't know. To me, there's a reading of this film that's quite obvious and quite beautiful. Um, Yeah, I I agree with that. I think... I think Zack Snyder, like, it's it's impossible to tear this movie away from the horrible thing that mm-hmm. that no one should ever have to experience um and and like obviously Zack Snyder's listening to our podcast so of course <laughs> I'm like Zach I that's the worst thing anyone could experience mm-hmm. and I we're just talking about the I, movies we don't <laughs> I just, yeah I don't care like I've heard stories about you apparently you're a very chill ass dude I'm sure we will be pals but I don't want to be in your movies. I don't know. This is it's rough. It's yeah. It's impossible to to watch this movie and not like see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. To not sit there and be like, oh okay, uh huh. Like yeah, like that scene at the end with Ray Fisher and his parents. Mm-hmm. Like it was like yeah. I I mean I thought it didn't work in the rest of the. It's a whole yeah. It's like you know the separate message of it of him. Dealing. Talking to, yeah. dealing with it and talking to his daughter is wonderful. It's beautiful. I love that. Using the biggest Please. characters of all time. And yeah. Specifically two. Yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman's actually and, one of the biggest characters of all time. What am I saying? And, and, you know, having um, what I'm pretty sure I read in an interview, having her favorite song and her favorite version of the song play over the credits mm-hmm. 
it started and like me and me and my two roommates kind of groaned because we were like, oh God, why is this happening? And then I like thought about it and I was like, oh, that's why this is happening. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I'm sad now. There was one moment during the credits where I wish I knew the singer's name, but it's very gut-wrenching and it's hallelujah, Leonard Cohen's hallelujah. It was one moment at towards the end of the song where it's a gut wrenching cry of hallelujah. And yeah. I don't, I just, it's. I don't, he got to honor her and hey. Yeah. And I know you, I'm not saying, I, I don't expect you to be like, well, hey. <laughs> but like, like, that's like. I want to cry right now just thinking about it. Yeah, it's um, something like this sort of thing is is just going to be prevalent in his work moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I I don't like Zack Snyder as like a as like a artist. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I you know just doesn't it has never particularly vibed with me. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm interested to see how what what this does, I guess, because he's doing like a dawn of the he's doing like a zombie action comedy thing yes. for Netflix. So I don't know what the fuck that is going to be like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it, but I do want to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, completely. I don't want to watch it because, like, I don't like Zack Snyder, but I want to watch it because, like, I'm interested in, like, what the fuck He's he doing. is going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I just think when the movie does talk about grief and loss and, you know, the the major crux of three hours of this movie is bringing Superman back. I just, I really enjoyed enjoyed that uh, that through line through this story, and I thought it was very sweet and very cathartic. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Sorry, you you were. Oh sorry. no no no! You can go. I'm still kind sure? of thinking of words. <laughs> okay. Um. Another another like issue that I'm that I have with this movie is that I think that two hour and thirty minute version of this movie is maybe not called Justice League. Mm-hmm. It's called Cyborg, and I think that movie is the best version of this movie. Mm-hmm. it's still this story it's still like yeah it's like we're dealing with this stuff but it's like so cyborg story because we like I think I think a part a big part of why this movie doesn't work is because we don't know cyborg outside of it and and in this movie instead of doing what uh shitty man Joss Whedon did in the Avengers which was like focus that movie on one character um because we had already had movies for three, three, four, three. I mean, if you want to say Edward Norton's Hulk. Yeah. Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man. And Thor. And Thor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
we had already had movies for three other characters, so he was able to make the Avengers specifically focus around Tony Stark. Because, like, other than them being pals at the end, none of the other characters particularly have an arc mm-hmm. in that movie, except yeah. for Tony Stark. And even Tony Stark's is, like, half-assed at best. Yeah. But he he has the through line, right? Yes. Whereas in Justice League, like, Cyborg is the one who has a through line, but we also have to we have to introduce and then deal with the flash. We have to get Batman uh, talking to, and, and Aquaman hadn't come out by the time mm-hmm. justice league came out. Right. Yes. That justice yeah, league came so, out before Aquaman. Yes. Yeah. So we have to introduce and get Aquaman to do his thing and also have a small arc of like, you know, accepting the trident, blah, 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 mm-hmm. doing his, doing his whole shtick. Um, we don't know the like modern day wonder woman. We'd only gotten her a hundred years ago. Mm. So it's like, you have to kind of reintroduce her and do her thing. You also have to do, you know, this new hopeful Batman. And also you have to bring back Superman. There's like so much stuff in this movie that just, it takes away from the good stuff. There's so much going on that, that individually, you know, I, I, I would have enjoyed, I just think that they should have taken their time. I think. You don't think they took they their just, time with four hours? No, I mean like, I mean like movie wise, like we did, like I think before justice league, before even Batman v Superman, we need the Superman movie. We need the Batman movie. We need a flash movie. We need Aquaman. We need Wonder Woman. And then when Justice League comes out, everyone already knows all those characters. We know these interpretations of them. We aren't concerned with, you know, getting their whole thing going. Mm. And then Justice League comes out and it's like, hey, here's Cyborg. And here's this story about Cyborg dealing with grief and dealing with, you know, all this different stuff. I find the cyborg thinking he's a monster. It very much felt like it was like talking about um, people with physical disabilities. And that felt really weird to me. I didn't really like it. I know by the end he was like, no, I'm good, but it still felt really weird for like having this four hour long movie where he spends the entire time being like, I'm a monster. It's like, that just felt weird. Sort of a side tangent. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to... I guess I want to know these characters more before I see them all Interact together. Interact with each other. Yeah. Even if we don't get, you know, The Flash. And, like, I think you need a single movie for the main three people. Yes. So that we don't have to worry about them. We don't, I, you know, we don't have to be in the middle of an arc for Batman. We don't have to... to resurrect Superman and wonder what the fuck is up with Superman. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm sort of rambling. I'm sort of rambling. I apologize if I'm not making any sense. We went off on so many tangents. (laughs) Much like the movie. (laughs) Trying to, yeah, trying to get back to what it's actually all about is uh, difficult. (laughs) I just, for me, I think, you know, even separate uh that we've seen aquaman that we've seen two wonder woman movies still 
thinking oh only to the twenty seventeen uh what yeah, yeah, yeah. then. If this had come out in twenty seventeen. Exactly. I still just like spending time with Superman. Again, I don't think that movie is it does a lot very well. But we still spend time with Superman. We still see him conflicted. We still he still doesn't know if he should show himself to the world, let alone be Superman. We still see that, and then we see him deal with the consequences of being Superman. And I do enjoy that the Batman v Superman. It's not there's almost no perspective of Superman at all, and I kind of enjoy that living in a world with Superman, but we see it from his girlfriend, his soon to be arch arch emesis, his soon to be uh, arch uh, enemy and friend. Um. It's interesting to see that. Then he dies. And then we're just with the world. We're with people who now have these abilities, who looked up to Superman, and now he's dead. And they have a moment to bring him back. I just... Going through that mindset, hearing the Flash just say, oh, Superman, he was my hero. He's the reason why I'm, I'm wearing this costume right now. You know, seeing... All that stuff, I think that's where, for me, the characters do work. See Diana, who wanted to hide and just help here and there, and then Batman brought her back out, and then she brings the humanity back into Batman. Um, And then everything with Cyborg. Aquaman is the one that is the weakest, I would say. He's just kind of there um, through a lot of it. I think Jason Momoa is good in this film. But, I mean, that's just modern filmmaking. That that To me, that is the thinking of, yeah, he doesn't have a lot in this one, but his movie comes out next year. Um, <laughs> it's modern filmmaking. But for the most part, I feel like every character does have a, a, a story, and I think it, the, the flow of it does work. And also, what a horrible, what a horrible god... <laughs> To treat Lois Lane. The moment she gets... The moment she wants to move on with her life. The moment yeah, right? she wants to get the on. Moment. She gets the some coffee. Day. And then the she hour. Superman. The hour that she decides to move on with her life. <laughs> I just I wish she uh, saw yeah. him and was like, but I... <laughs> yeah. We, we all laughed when that happened. We were like, oh. she just, come on, man. <laughs> and it's like, it's like edited like a joke almost. It is yeah. almost like, you yeah. know what? You know what is not edited like, like a joke and got to laugh every single time? What? That drawing of Batman <laughs> is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And they treat it so seriously. It's so, like... What sketch artist would draw that? It's so bad. I could draw that in two seconds. It's so funny. Ah, like so good. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, I really didn't like this movie. <laughs> Just like thinking about it, like you keep saying all these things about like yeah, like there is a sto- like yeah, every character has a little story and it's all important, but I don't think any of it works because it takes so fucking long to happen. And uh, yeah, I just have a lot of problems with it. And it's hard to, we have run into this problem with Batman v Superman in our personal lives where it's like, it just doesn't like, I'm just like, it just doesn't fucking work. And you're like, 
I just, it does work. And I'm just like, ah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, man. I would like to talk talk about the nightmare sequence, and I would like to talk about it both in this film and in Batman v Superman. Yeah, because it kind of recontextualized how I see Batman v Superman. Um, I was fully expecting at the end of this movie for the Flash to run away. Yeah, that's what I and was for expecting. us to be like, oh, that's what, oh, that's the thing. And he, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Because his mask moved, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna do. He's gonna go do the thing." And instead, we got a ten-minute scene of Jared Leto and Ben Affleck Jack. out of focus. I for, mean, for a while, that's there because these this these those actors are probably not going to play those characters anytime soon or ever again. And I bet yeah. they were just like, "Let you were promised to do a scene together. This is your one and only moment." Um, yeah, watch hey. But I will say, when I watched Batman v Superman last, this, the nightmare scene happened, and I liked it a lot less because it just felt like promise for another movie. And yeah. yuck. Here, I don't like the scene, the actual literal scene. It is just, it, it it's reeked of, hey, we just want to see this Batman and this Joker together. <laughs> but yeah. But I will say, okay, I enjoy we in Batman v Superman. Batman has that nightmare, and he's like, "Oh, I really need to get Superman now. We really need to fight him." And I like how we, the events of both Batman v Superman and all of the Four Hour Justice League just happen. And Batman closes his eyes, and he still sees this. He still sees this, and he just hopes. That something better will happen. I, I. The Martian Manhunter just like shows up and is like, "What's yeah. up, bro? <laughs> Aliens are also around. Another alien. What's mm. up?" I just, which was also the wildest shit when uh, Ma Kent walks out of Lois Lane's apartment and then turns into the Martian Manhunter. I was like, "Sure, this yeah. might as well be how this is going." What the fuck? That I guess that general the entire time was. Uh was Martian Manhunter, which is an interesting idea. I enjoy the effort that Zack Snyder and the whole DCEU crew put into it. It is it is fun to have this weaving mosaic, I hope I'm using the word right, the phrase right, of, of stories where it seems planned, it, they are planned, I don't know at this point. I like yeah. it. I, I think it's interesting. It's very comic booky. Um... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there God, anything... I almost, forgot, I almost forgot about the fucking Martian Manhunter shit. Yeah. Is there anything... Remember Remember that song at the beginning? Remember that song that those those women sang for like 10 minutes? It wasn't 10 when minutes. When Aquaman... Let me joke. <laughs> let, me, let me do a joke. Um... It was a long song. It was too long. Everything took too long. I just want, I just, like, this is such a rough cut of this movie that's presented as, like, the perfect artistic vision of it that I'm like, just cut it down. Just make it a regular-ass movie and make it good. And then it would be good, probably. But it's not. Instead, everything takes a million years and we don't need it. I didn't, like, why, I don't, there are so many things that just felt so unnecessary mm-hmm. that would have been on the cutting room floor, like normally, right? 
Yeah, I rem- I saw an interview with Zack Snyder, and he was, and the interviewer was like, "So is this the cut that would have originally came to theaters if you stick with the project?" Zack Snyder was like, "No, it's four no, hours. It's four hours long. No, no." Um, <laughs> I just I want to see like like truly Zack Snyder's Justice League, like the with, movie that would have come out studio in twenty seventeen. Studio notes, I should say. Not even, not studio notes, just like actually edited at all. I would take, I would take a three-hour version of this movie. I would take that. It would probably still be too long, but I think it, I think it's possible mm-hmm. to edit it down to like a consumable length, a digestible film. It's like, yes, yeah, three hour Justice League, but like at least it's edited so that it doesn't you know, every minor thing doesn't take five minutes. I don't need a, I don't need these women singing a song when Aquaman leaves for you know, four minutes or whatever it was. Like it I don't need like it's not important. I don't need this like but slow you think it builds quiet scene. No. All right. I don't think it does. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... It sucked. I don't know. I'm never, ever going to watch it ever again. I will unfortunately watch it again. Some Probably I'll watch it with my sister uh, sometime soon. Um, yeah, no. I, 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 I wish I didn't like this film. I wish I didn't. Um, and I don't love the film either. I have problems with it. I, 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 it is, it is long. Um, but I also could pause it at a chapter break, but <laughs> it is long. Um, so you're going to complain that, that movies are coming to streaming services and then complain when they're not movies. Yes. When like they're not they're movies. movies. Yes. When the, the very, yo, um, <laughs> you gonna take a break in the middle of Wonder Woman 1984? Yeah, because that's a two. It's a two-hour film that doesn't pop. It doesn't cut to black. You gonna, ta- you're gonna a, take a break in the, in the middle of Kong versus Godzilla? You gonna take a break in the middle of Dune? Like what? What do you want? Yes, because those are all films. But I digress. I I there are so you are going to take I a break have. because they. You, I, I'm asked if you are going to take a break in these regular. Oh, I, I thought I said no because they're movies. No, you said yeah. Oh, and then strike that no because they're movies. Um, this is a movie. It's a weird hybrid. It's it's a movie because because a contract said so. That's my thing. It's a movie because a contract yeah, a says so. Um, it's a movie. I, I I disagree with that strongly. But don't complain when people watch a movie like a movie. But it's not a movie. No it's a movie. movie. How is it not no a movie? movie? Because no movie. Tell me how it's not a movie. Not a Explain movie. to me how it's not movie. a single movie is cut into six bits, six digestible bits of storytelling. That's not a movie. Then Watchmen, twenty nineteen Watchmen's a movie. That came to HBO. That's a movie as well. That's not a movie. It's a one singular story that begins. It's a miniseries. It was made, produced, and released as a miniseries. 
also, this wasn't made. This was made, produced, and released. There's not a single film in film history that came out then then three years later was re-edited to 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 this. It's a movie. I disagree. When movie theaters open up, I guarantee this movie will be released in theaters. Then we can talk. Then it's it's a movie, man. I don't know what you're. I don't know. Um, I I've seen plenty of movies that that have parts. Like what? I don't know. I know I've seen. I know. I know. I have seen movies that are like part one, part two. I've seen movies that cut to black and have words on the screen. Fucking Avengers Endgame has a cut to black and words on a screen. As a movie. This is a movie. I'm curious, because it will come to theaters. Will the chapters stay? That's my thing. Will Probably. the chapters stay? Or will they They're cut all, those also, out and just also have it flow in, seamlessly with one intermission? Another another argument against you. They're all wildly different lengths. Part six is an hour long. Like, they're all insanely different. You couldn't like you could if if you're gonna watch. Oh, I'm gonna watch part one today. Okay, that's forty minutes. Oh, I'm gonna watch part two tomorrow. Oh, that's only twenty minutes. That there's gonna watch part like three. That. That's another fifty Righteous minutes. Gemstones has a forty-three minute episode and a twenty-three minute episode back to back. Okay, but that's a TV. That's a, intentionally a TV show. That's intentionally doing that. This is a movie that is cut up into these parts for whatever fucking reason. It's still a movie. When it's released to theaters. Well, we it's still see. a movie. Um, yeah, do you have anything else? Any other bits? This movie sucks. Don't watch it. Just don't. It's I, not worth the time. If you're... It's not. <laughs> it's not. If you're interested in filmmaking, I would say watch both Justice Leagues. It is a very, very interesting thing. That's six to hours show. of someone's life that you're telling someone to do. It's a very interesting thing to see two different people make the same movie. It's it's Just an watch the interesting Irishman. thing. I mean, definitely watch the Irishman over both. Irishman's movies. also long. <laughs> yes, I 100% stand behind Just... that. Watch the Irishman before both of these movies. Um, but you're asking someone to spend six hours of their life watching Justice League. Yeah, like two very bad films. Well, one really bad film. <laughs> two very bad films. I uh, yeah, I liked this the, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League a lot more than I thought I would. Um, it's I think it's a very sweet film. Um, and yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Great. My name is Sam Vanigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. You can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod uh, on all the different social medias. Um, normally, at this part, I say that you can join Linux Studios to support us on Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, spend your money uh, on uh, any number of uh, AAPI charities that are going mm, going yes. on right now. Um, yes. or any charities that are also supporting the protests that are happening in uh, England uh, right now as well mm-hmm. um, because um, racists suck a lot and, and, and so oddly do... enough they rule the world 
Did you know that? In the <laughs> world. And also, uh, rapists also suck a lot. And uh, so go enough, support. Rule the world. Also ruling the world. Oh, um, maybe the world's bad. So here. go. Don't spend your money on us. Spend your money supporting uh, all of these these different causes. There are so many different uh, charities and GoFundMe's and a multitude of different different resources. Look up one that's local to you. Donate to that um, place. Um, as always, welcome back, believes survivors, and we hate racists. A cab forever. BIPOC lives matter. Excuse and, me. And what? Say that again. BIPOC lives matter. What's BIPOC? You don't know what BIPOC is? No. What's BIPOC? <laughs> Black Indigenous people of color. It's like a like an acronym. Did it take you that much time to just say black indigenous people of color? It's just the, it's the shorthand way of saying it. So wait, what do you want for what me? What do you want for me, man? You're not the one making the speech. Do you want to make the speech? Do you want to do the end episode speech every I'm sorry, time? I'm an old man. I was just like, excuse me? What? Huh? Okay, Black, Indigenous, and People of Color's lives matter. BIPOC lives matter. Easy. We live in the 21st century, Andrew. We gotta, we gotta, quick, we we gotta, gotta we, speed it up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything can be four, hour, four hours long. Yeah, if only. Um, so please go support all of those uh, local organizations um, and find all those resources mm-hmm. available to you. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. Well, we already did this part. Yes. But, indeed, be like Batman. Get a group of your friends. And tell them about Welcome Back. Yeah, we have episodes every week. Mm-hmm. Tell them about us. We're here supporting folks. I just feel, I don't want to, I don't want to shout us out too much this week. Okay, yes, indeed. Just because of all the things. Sorry, I should have said <laughs> beforehand. That's my fault. I fucked up. Well. And I'll admit it. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Go support all those people uh, who are in need of it. And we will see you next week. Next week. Yes. Is next week Monkey and Lizard? No, that's, no, the, week that's the week following Monkey and Lizard. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, also, uh, fun fact for Andrew that I wanted to say at the beginning of the episode and I totally forgot, so it's going to happen here at the end. This is... Uh, Happy one year of COVID podcast. This this episode lines up with uh, Horse Girl, the first movie we did in quarantine. Wow, started uh, from the so bottom. One, now, yeah, yeah, started started from the bottom, and Andrew's vaccinated. Goodbye.